Welcome to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. As a golfer, now more than ever, you have access to all sorts of swing advice and swing tips, and that can often be confusing and conflicting. This podcast is going to help you cut through all the clutter. You'll understand what really happens in the golf swing based on what we've learned from measuring the very best golfers in the world, but most importantly, how that information can help your swing. And we're going to try to do it all in 15 minutes or less. This episode is brought to you by AMG Plus, the best way to train your swing online. AMG Plus includes our four key training systems, the swing system, the speed system, the short game system, and the soon to be released putting system. You also get access to our private forum where Sean and I, along with our other AMG certified instructors, review your swings and check your progress as you move through the checkpoints. To learn more about it, just visit athleticmotiongolf.com forward slash the letters AMG dash PLUS to get started today. Sean, I'm going to read a comment to you from one of our social channels. And this was in response to a, a recent video. So the poster said, this is just another attempt by you guys and teachers in the golf industry to continually confuse us amateur golfers. One day you say, release the club using the body. The next day you say, use the hands. Ridiculous. Mm, I remember that so, one. So, yep. And, well, we'll talk about that in a few different, few different, you know, ways. First of all, and I certainly understand his frustration because I've played golf, right? I was trying to teach myself how to play the game. You taught yourself how to play the game. And 20, 30 years ago, couldn't wait to get the latest issue of the golf magazine, right? Whichever one was your your brand, you couldn't wait to get both. it to see what tips, how we can get better, or have both. Even golf tips, I'll and... do three a month, bud. <laughs> you really had it I bad, did. didn't you? You really wanted to I get did. good. But that was always the knock on the magazines is one month you would have a tip saying doing X, then the next month you would have a tip saying doing the opposite of X. And all from kind of, we'll say, qualified instructors, right? But, you know, 20, 30 years ago, there was nobody measuring anything. So it was everybody's best guess based on what we could see on video. And, you know, we know now video camera is great, but it's the least accurate tool available. Right? So fast forward, you know, to the year 2022, soon to be 2023, that's no longer an excuse. For one, what this guy's commenting on, we've never said the body releases the club ever because it doesn't, because we measure. So if you're a golfer who's tried to get better and you've got a lot of conflicting thoughts, information, sources coming through your head about what to do, one, one, one place says do this, another place says do the opposite of that, that's on you. Because there are sources of information, we're one of them, we're not the only one, there are sources of information that are coming from a basis of measuring what happens in golf swings. We don't have to rely on our best guess anymore, right? We don't have to rely on what a great player feels he does or, or says he thinks he does. We can actually objectively measure just about everything that happens in the golf swing. And if you're listening to sources that don't, then you are going to get confused because like everybody 15, 20 years ago, we all had some things right and we all had some things wrong. The amount of information that's less wrong now is getting better and better. And we just looked at a new piece of technology coming down the pipe 
that's better than anything out right now. So it's going to continually get better. But if you continue to let those sources of it seems as if or this is the way I think it should be done in and discount or even put them on the same wavelength as the measured sources, you're going to confuse yourself. That's no longer a golf industry, golf instructor's problem. That's a you as a player problem. Yeah, I mean, when I was working on my game constantly, it was it was just like you're chasing your tail kind of because, like you said, you might listen to something that a good player says, like a scratch player at your club, and he feels something. But what he feels, he might not even be doing really. So his feel doesn't really apply to you because he's not you, right? So sometimes you can go down some bad rabbit holes there, and you go to the next guy he says, hey, this is what I think needs to happen because I see this and this on video, and they just take you down that rabbit hole. And that was me. I, I, I tried anybody. I thought I was only trying to get better. You always say it all the time. People are just trying to get better. So I, I would go to anybody who I thought could help, and none of them ever measured me. So it's kind of how I ended up doing this, and probably you too, you as well, getting into the 3D motion capture and the force plates and all that because felt selfishly I want to figure out for my own game because I want to have fun when I'm playing. I don't want to hit, you know, two hooks during a round and, you know, hit a couple balls that are out of play. It's like, what, what, what am I actually doing? And until, you know, even until recently, we started measuring stuff probably, what? I mean, I had a K-Vest years ago and you did too. Uh, but until we got gears and like probably eight years ago now, we really started digging in. I feel like, okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Even for my own game, has gotten so much better now that we have objective data to work with. Like, this is what you're doing. This is where you're getting off the rails. And now I can work on something that makes a difference in my swing. It's just, if you're not going to somebody that's at least measuring something, it like you said, that's on you. So, so if we say something in a video that upsets you, we're just reporting data. We're not making anything up. We're just reporting what the great players do. When... You know, when this happens, if you look back at any new technology that's brought into the sport, you know, this was a big deal for several years. It wasn't just over a weekend on social media. For several years when launch monitors first came out, you know, you had the whole idea of, you know, path was where it went. You just had some backwards ideas. I think it was even in the manual, right? Just some backwards idea based on the best information that was known. It just wasn't accurate. Okay. We got measure, measuring tools. And we learned that that's not actually what makes the ball fly where it flies. But during that time before now, it's it's just a given. But during that time, you had, you know, instructors that maybe had taught it the other way for a long time, right? And had success doing it. Find out that, okay, that this information wasn't exactly right. So, you know, there was conflict and ideas and concepts and, you know, younger folks, I hate to just sort it down and, and minimize it to young guys accepting technology better because there's a lot of older instructors who will buy the latest and greatest technology because they want nothing but the best information. But there are, are also some instructors who will not deviate from what they've always taught, right? So that's, that's step number one. If you have an instructor or listening to an instructor that will not change what they're doing based on maybe because they have years saying it the other way or whatever, that should be a red flag too. Again, that that generation is, that's over with. There's new information out now. 
information is getting better and better. If you're working with someone or listening to someone not willing to upgrade what they're thinking or confirming what they're thinking or being flexible enough to, you know, incorporate new information into what they're talking about, it's, I, I would recommend not going down that road because you're going to be working on concepts that aren't actually correct. Okay. So again, this all comes back to now being in 2022, 2023, we have information, we have access to all this information, whereas 20 years ago we didn't. You had an excuse back then. There's no excuse today to listen to poor information and base your tactics on what you're trying to do based on poor information. And my thing is, okay, there's a couple different reasons why the teacher wouldn't want to, let's say gears, for example. It's expensive, I get it, but this is what you do for a living. And I mean, if this is what you're gonna do seriously, you invest in some kind of 3D motion capture, but if the if you're working with someone and they they're they're successful enough to own something and they're not, there might be a reason for it. They might not want to know. They might not want to know that. Oh wow, this is a little different than I thought I was teaching, or this this has, I'm looking at this player and he's just not doing that. And I'm teaching X and they're doing Y. They they don't they don't want to know. Now if you just can't flat out afford it, if you're a brand new teacher, that's one thing, but. If you if you're going to somebody and they just flat out, they're not going to get 3D. They don't want you to get anywhere near it, or they don't want to track. Man, I went to somebody, top teacher in the in the world. They didn't want track, man. I, I went I went and got it on. I went and got on one, and uh, you know I was hitting too many hooks. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to hit this guy. Hey, have my track man for a minute. I got. I was like, wow, this is great. My path. I've told the story a thousand times. My path was like 10 to 12 degrees in to out. And I went to the teacher and said, hey, I'm talking to these guys at TrackMan. And they said, no good player is swinging that far into out, which is something we always say. Hey, no good player does that, what you're doing. I went to him and said, nah, nah, don't worry about that. You're, you're hooking it because you're not swinging far enough right. Uh, not enough More into out. out. And that was the last yeah. day. That was it for me because I smartened myself yeah. up. He wouldn't smarten up. So I went and smartened myself up because they were flat out telling me, dude, nobody swings it this far and out. We've looked at millions of shots already. 10 degrees and out, not functional. You're going to hit too many blocks and hooks. It looks like hallelujah. And um, I never went back to that person. And, you know, um, kind of sad in a way. It's like I look at the videos that some, and this is not teacher bashing session at all, but I look at it from my lens as a player because, I, you know, I was trying hard. I was a practicer, and you know. I'll grind and practice. If I have the right information, I'm. Gonna, if I think I have the right information, I'm going to work on it. I went. I'm watching these same people. These someone like me, someone's trying to get better, taking lessons on Instagram, let's say, from ex teachers, and I'm like, oh man, they're never going to get out of that rabbit hole. That it's once you go down that lane, a few different lanes, but and you work on it, I like almost feel bad for them because I know how hard it has been for me to dig my way out. And, oh, by the way, if I don't keep an eye on it, I'll be right back there again because it's so baked into me that it takes me, you know, to keep an eye on it closely to make sure I don't slip back into it. But anyways, long story short, find someone who's at least measuring something. Well, this comes from, like you said, this comes from a place of we're both grinders. And, you know, we did it in every other sport we played. The coach said do a hundred of these. I was going to do a thousand. I was going to do as many as I thought somebody, the next best player would stop it. If I thought the next best player would do 200, I'd do 400, like whatever it was, right? You're the same way. That becomes a problem when that 
something that you're trying to do isn't correct, that becomes a big problem, right? And golf is such an individual. You're on an island when you play golf that you don't have other teammates picking up the slack. And you, you, everything you do in your golf swing, every work that you do in your golf swing gets exposed. It's either going to be correct or it's not. And even if you don't have access to, you know, be able to install a gears, you don't have a building, whatever the case is, if you're still teaching off of the wrong or poor concepts or, co or outdated concepts might be a better way to say it. And the information for new concepts is out there, but you just won't adopt them because of preference or history or whatever the case may be. You as the player have to be able to recognize that you, you no longer can just say like, like this poster, he's just going through scrolling, looking at different swing tips and trying them out and hearing conflicting information. That's on you. It's like going to a doctor just because someone has an MD doesn't mean you're going to get the same quality of care as you will from someone who's at the top of the field, someone is at the bottom of the field. I don't want to go have my surgery done by the guy who just barely made it through med school. And he's only done and three surgeries. He's doing three surgeries. Or maybe he's done it forever, but he's never used an MRI or he's never used x-ray. I mean, I can imagine the arguments in the medical field when x-rays first came out. Or the first guy that says, nah, we don't need to use leeches anymore. We got a better way to do it. You know, it's like these Probably advances come along. Get a bunch of arrows along. in his back, like you said. <laughs> get a bunch yeah, of the arrows The pioneers in his always back. get the arrows. Mm -hmm. um, but now the information is enough available. We're sharing enough of the information. Other folks are sharing the information that you as the player, you have to be the CEO of your own golf game. You can't blame us for giving you information that's based on measurement because you heard something different from someone who doesn't, doesn't base their information on measurement, that we're not apologizing for that. You have to look in the mirror and say, what am I going to listen to? There's all, there's never been this much information available to a golfer. So you have to really get on your game and be careful what you allow in and be careful what you work on because there is a ton of bad information out there. And I've never met a golf instructor who's tried to hurt a golf swing, who's tried to make someone worse. Right, so it's all coming from an, a, a, a background or an intent of helping someone. It's just some th concepts aren't correct. No matter how much you work on them, we're perfect Sorry. examples. <laughs> if you work on them enough, it's, you're not going to get better. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I, off I think, the soapbox. I think one time I did, I tried to mess my brother up when we were playing a match. I told him his <laughs> club face is aimed to the left. That's pretty wrong. But I used to... I had a loft and lie machine and my uncle would come down. Oh no. It was like every time he would come down, he was like, man, check my clubs. And I mean, it was just like, there was never a change. He swung yeah. at 30 miles an hour. It's not going to matter. We went out one day. I knew we were going to be playing the next day. So I bit all of his lofts to eight iron length. <laughs> eight iron lofts. And on about the fourth That's hole, funny. he was crying so bad because he wasn't hitting his four iron anywhere. That's funny. Well, I don't care. That's funny. But, yeah, those, so those are two examples of bad intent. Other than that, I think everybody's trying to make golfers better. But you as the golfer have to realize what's good information, maybe what's outdated information. And if you're going to go ahead and open up your eyes and ears to all the information that's out there, you're going to get a slew of conflicting information. And there's not a million ways to swing a golf club. We were talking about this the other day. How many how isn't. many ways are there to play a, a the right note on the piano? One. Ding. Play. One. 
Yeah. <laughs> there's one C, right? Yeah. There's so, one middle C. Yep. I mean, middle that doesn't C. mean there's not different golf swings, but there's not a million ways to do it. And you and I were talking, one, for example, is my 10 degree into out path. Well, that, right. that doesn't work. So you can't just swing it any old way you want. Well, it, the fix for that, what you were told, was to go more in down. That's not that's a the fix. information from the instructor. Right. So there's not a million ways to fix two in down. This is what we're talking about. There's certainly not one set of movements that fits everybody. But Thank it's you. a very narrow set of movements that are possible to produce a good swing. For example... Nobody in our tour database, let's talk about the pelvis slide on the downswing. Mm -hmm. Nobody's at zero at impact, and there's nobody nope. at eight, right? Nope. And, there, nope. there's, and the window is probably like three to what, six maybe? Three to six. For, there's a few people on the edge, but the again, this is going back to looking at the outliers. If you, if you have 200 tour players and, and 197 of them are doing something within a very tight window, don't go looking at the three that are outside of that and start to pattern your game after that because you probably Doesn't didn't grow sense. up swinging that way and you probably don't have the same athleticism they do. And they might be unique and where they have may have had something going on with their body, injury. They, right. they, who knows? They grew up playing two heavy golf clubs like John Daly or what, whatever, right? There's something right. there that's caused this. But there's not a million ways to do that particular movement, which is the example I was trying to make. That's a pretty tight tolerance. It's like three to six. Everybody that's any good is about right there. So we're not going to do 10. We can't do zero. So there is a kind of a, a normal way, a correct way to do things. And um, when you're able to measure it, you can drill that in right away. We could say, if you came in for a lesson with us, we're like, oh, you're, you're seven inches forward at impact with your irons. That's too much. Let's figure out why you're doing that. We can cut that down. That'll take out some of the spineling to the right. And it's just, it, to me, if I'm, if I'm starting over again and I have this information, I mean, it's hard telling how good you could have gotten well, you think I, mean, of I was from, chasing my tail from this standpoint. I mean, competitively, you know, trying to compete in tournaments and all that, probably 18, 18, 20 years devoted to that goal. I can't tell you how much of that time was spent going down a road that I had to come back from. Such a waste of time. So maybe I mean, two years going down back. that road, maybe three years coming back. So that's five years of kind of just trying to get back to where I was before I started down that road. Um, and again, this was at a time when there was nothing being measured. Right. This was all yeah, based on. Really, it wasn't video. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they had video. It was a luxury to go to somebody and they had video and software and drawing lines. I remember the first time I got V1, I was like, this is unbelievable. Not everybody had it yet. Right. You know, and it no, used to be, too, there wasn't that many avenues for instruction. You remember when the Golf Channel, you know, had Butch and Pels and I think Haney maybe, a couple other yeah, guys. swing fixers, whatever it was. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, literally, they was one, and when they were in a helicopter, it was like, these. this is the golf lesson coming down from on high. And, you know, you had, these are the few guys. Now, anybody can put up a YouTube channel. Anybody can get on Instagram and give you swing advice. Some of it's really good. Some of it's really bad. Really bad. Like the golf business is funny. All you got to do is put up a shingle and say golf teacher in right. business. There's no vetting. There's no, you don't have to take a test. No, you don't no have to have any particular, you don't have to take a, you don't have to have an MRI or x-ray as a doctor. Be like a doctor just setting up shop and saying, hey, come on in. I'll fix you up because, you know, I went to the doctor a couple of times and I know what to do now. 
you know, it just it's it's it sounds far fetched, but it's literally anybody now can just or they do start a golf channel and I'm teaching. And if you're looking at that and basing what they say against what I'm saying in videos, but we've measured thousands of swings. Don't get upset with me because I'm saying something different than that guy. No, if you're getting upset, you got to sack up, man. That's on you. That's on you. Like 20 years ago, Why are you fine. I get all it. This stuff. Now, that's that's your fault. Like if you're if you're confused because of all the different voices you're hearing, that's your fault. Exactly. I want to say one more thing, just real quick. You know about you know we always reserve the right to to get smarter at this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the one guy that I look up to a lot as far as that goes is Scott Hamilton. He'll he'll literally right. call somebody and say, hey, man, I, I just figured out something new. I thought about you because I think it will help your swing. I know we didn't figure it out last time, but we come back in because, you know, I think I've been measuring some more stuff and I figured out. I mean, wh- what's wrong with that? It's such a, a honest way to, to help people. It's like don't be so stuck in your ways that you're not willing to learn something new so you can help more people. And um, we just see it a lot. When, when, when a teacher's been teaching 30 years and they've got one way to do it, a lot of times they're not going to change. Even if you can show them the information right in black and white, they won't change. And I would run from that person. And I have ran from people like that over the years because I, like my track man story, it's the same way. It's like I, I got smart. I had to smarten myself up more than the teacher. Right. And that's a problem. Well, I mean, Scott's one of our favorite people alive for a number mm-hmm. of reasons. But golf-wise, he'll do anything he can to help one of his players. doesn't have to be his most popular, famous player. Any of his players, he'll do anything he can. And it's always being willing to learn. It's always being willing to listen. That, I think, is a trait that we try to have, that hopefully all of us try to have. But um, this was a little bit, we'll call it classify this podcast as a little bit more of the tough love. And I know it's it's the holiday season. And if you're a fan of Seinfeld, this would be more of our Festivus uh, episode where it's uh, the airing of grievances. <laughs> but um, yeah, everything we're saying is out of an attempt to help you. To help you. Because we've been there. I've not done my due diligence as a player many times in 99 percent of the time i pay the price for so might still be paying the price do your due diligence if you can go with someone or listen to someone actually measures what's going on with real equipment you're going to be better off for it there's just no two ways about it you don't have to guess spend too much time working on your game to guess take advantage of what's available today 